Hi, you're listening to The Comedian's Tea Party with Cy Deeves. Fair warning, this podcast may contain adult content. It may not. I don't know. I never really have a plan. Let's listen on and find out. Hello, beautiful tea drinkers, and thank you so much for tuning back in. Appreciate I've been gone for a little while. I have been wildly busy, so apologies for anyone who's been waiting for the next episode of the podcast to come out. I had a couple of promotions at work, been a bigger workload there, so I've been busy. I've been buying a house that was very time-consuming. Uh, anyone's ever bought a house? Estate agents are, you know, the estate agents weren't the bad ones. It was the solicitor who... <laughs> I won't get into it. It was awful. But yeah, I've been I've been busy, very, very busy. I've been exhausted. I've also got a few other projects going on, a few other things which will come to light as the future goes on. But I'm back and that is what is important. Now, I would like to say, first of all, a massive apology for my guest today. That is Rob Glanister, who uh, and the apology is not for him, uh, to him. Because uh, we recorded this episode in July, so there's a couple of the references that we make through the episode no longer relevant. For instance, talk about a show that I did, which I, I performed several months ago. So uh, don't worry about that, but I left it in because it's relevant to the conversation that leads on from there. I started editing this ages ago, just after we recorded it. And it also means that some of the notes that I made at the time, I don't know what they mean now. I've sort of read through it and I've listened to most of it again. But yeah, I don't know what it is, but still, Rob sings me a lovely song in the middle, which he improvises, so you should be excited for that. And he also, there's a little extra bonus song whilst I go for a wee, so look out for that. We talk about his time on dating shows, well, just the one, which is just is very funny, worth going to check out. I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. Talk about his other time on TV and his his friendships with celebrities and that sort of thing. Tea today was supplied by the Good and Proper Tea Company, who make some delicious tea, and a huge thank you to them for sending me said tea. Uh, Very, very kind, very good tea. Go and check it out. The Good and Proper Tea Company. There's also a point towards the end where I say uh, prophesized, and I I was thinking of the word proffered and mixed it with the word hypothesized. Uh, came out as the wrong word that's that's what that is when that comes up that's that's what that is so yeah whilst the uh, whilst the show that i talk about during the episode is no longer relevant what is relevant is i'm going to be performing that show at leicester comedy festival in february which is going to be very very fun i'm really looking forward to it i've got two shows up there on the i want to say the 17th and 18th of february links to which are on my website sideaves.com so go and check that out please come it's going to be really good. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about the show. It's going very well. So, uh, yeah, come and see that. That would be lovely. Uh, I've also got a few other things going on. If you live nearby, I'm going to be putting a show on in South End, but I don't know when that is yet. That was, it's going to be the same show. So if, you, if you're if sort of in Essex, that's the one for you, unless you want to come to Leicester, in which case, buy those tickets. They will be... I'll let, I'll let you know when they're available on next episode, which will be coming out at some point soon possibly next month possibly going to be going to one a month might be every couple of weeks might be every three weeks not sure at this point depends how quickly i can get them recorded and edited because like i say i'm still busy 
no, nothing's gone down. If anything, I'm getting busier and busier all the time. But I love doing this. I love connecting with you guys. So, so here we are. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. I'll see you at the end. Didn't, you didn't have to count in. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, I here think, we are, arriving perfectly on time. I think you've greatly start. overestimated how professionally I do this. <laughs> I mean, to the fact that... So, for the listeners, I forgot my laptop. So, I did this... Uh, I went to Cornwall and recorded an episode uh, with a comedian called Daniel Triscott. And I, I realised when I got to Cornwall that I left my laptop at home. I went there for a gig, specifically. So, like, it was fine. I was still doing a gig. And I had, like, I've got a backup recorder in there that I should probably set up, really. Uh, <laughs> in case my house sits on fire yeah. mid-recording. Yeah, so I had this and recorded the episode on this. Got away with it. But, yeah, I've forgotten the most I've ever forgotten. I've forgotten the mugs, I've forgotten my laptop, I've forgotten my book with all the questions in it. But, like, I forget a lot of things. Like, um, I forgot to hit record when I recorded with Jamie Lennon. Right. <laughs> I was going to bring that up, actually. Have you heard that episode? I'm just going to pop this on the side. Yeah, I've I've, uh, I've, I've seen the title. I love Jamie Lennon. Yeah. So, like, he's, I, I loved Rubin. And I, I really like Jamie's like solo stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of like, it's more the same. I feel like it's what Rubin would sound like if they were still going. Yeah, if they just carried on. Change, yeah. You know? So, all good. I like, uh, I like when artists from my past stick at it. It's like they're doing... Um, uh, like Hell is for Heroes, 100 Reasons. They've announced a double headline. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, Brixton Academy, which is insane because I saw many years ago. Is it? Is it um, it's 100 Reasons headlining, right? Hell yeah. is for Heroes support. Because I saw many years ago. Wait, I was 18. Right. So, like, 18 years ago, pretty much. And that was Hell is for Heroes headline at London Astoria with uh, The Lucky Nine. Oh, supporting, yeah. so that, that was a super group. That was a super group with like Colin from Hundred Reasons and uh, that sort of thing. And then a few years after that, uh, Colin came to do a talk at my old college um, in London, right? Uh, which was a music college. And I, I said to him like, "Oh yeah, I saw that gig." Um, and he was like, "Oh f-ing hell, man! That's one of like three gigs that we played." So <laughs> I had no idea that it was that few. But <laughs> he saw a third of all their gigs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is that's an incredible fan, isn't it? Seeing a third of all their gigs, that's pretty impressive. I'm loving I'm loving all the gear coming alive now. It's like at present we're using my studio, which is kind of mainly where I work from, and it's just not good enough for Sai. He's got such a he's got such a high I've kind of got... standards that he's he's setting up a, a his own little backup recording. In yeah, the middle I've of got it. a backup just in case. I'm just going to roll that around <laughs> there. The thing is, like, I've ninety percent of the time I've never used that, but. I used to have an old interface that uh, cut out all the time. So yeah. <laughs> I'd just like splice little bits in for me. Thing is, the, right now, here's the issue. Obviously, this is the first, This otherwise, this wouldn't normally be a problem. Like, I'd have all my stuff at home. This is the first in-person uh, interview I've recorded since like September. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So I feel quite honoured. Yeah. I feel first, humbled. First one out the other side of the uh, lockdown. Good. Oh, well, it's good. I've got my COVID pass, so uh, that's yeah. all good. You know. I've got the like the proper passport thing. Oh no, I haven't bothered with that. I, I just know I've, I've had I've been stabbed a couple of times in each. So yeah. I've had dead arm one, dead arm two, and then uh, we're ready to go. Did you feel ill from either of them? I just it's just the arms ache. Just the dead arm, yeah. Yeah, but then I kind of went out and I was sort of I, I went out drinking both days. It's <laughs> <laughs> in the evening, so I was like, it couldn't have been like putting me down that much if I was if I was really yeah. going nuts, you know. Yeah, I just went straight to work, I think, yeah. both times. But, um, well, no, I had work the following day 
I'd worked the first one and all I had was a dead arm. And the second time I had worked the following day and had a slightly more dead arm and felt a bit awful. I think I've got like a, a phantom dead arm as well. So once the second jab was in and the second dead arm was down, yeah. then I feel like my initial dead arm in the first jab arm, that started to return and then I was like, that is just, that is just your head being an arse. Like Did you have it in the other arm? It was like, <laughs> I had it in the first arm with the first jab then <laughs> add it in the second arm with the second jab and then once both had died away what are you gonna the do pain in the first, first one was just like hey I still I, I missed that I missed the attention you were giving me <laughs> when I was when I was all dead and stuff <laughs> but uh, yeah nice yeah missed out but um, it's been nice like uh, like working from home and stuff it's, it's not really been a problem for me because I kind of I do my thing at home anyway yeah. it's like the hardest thing has been like not able to go out and network but then saying that like a network on, um, oh, we've been networking on Zoom meetings. Oh, okay. And it's been really good for me because the hardest thing about networking in the games industry is that you've got to, you kind of got to make friends with strangers as quick as you can in the hope that something may come of it in two or three years' yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hard enough. Like I went to. I went to an EGX, like my first ever EGX. I don't know what that is. It's a, just Electronic Games Expo or something. Right, I, okay. I, I couldn't tell you what it stands for, but it's just a game expo, basically. Yeah. And um, it took me so much courage to ask anyone anything uh, to the point where it's just like, okay, just go and have your picture taken with Super Mario <laughs> in the costume. And then like, I got the, it, it, I had to psych myself up just to ask a man in a costume if I could have my picture taken with him. And uh, Was it like official? Or was it like a yeah, this, this, this counts as networking. No, it was, it was official Mario suit, I guess. But So it was the real Mario. I yeah, believe yeah. it was. It, was it, wasn't, it wasn't just like a Comic-Con. Yeah, it wasn't just some like, like loser in a costume. It wasn't not a loser, some, not a loser. It wasn't just Comic some Con's nerd cool. turning up in, in his own homemade mum's costume of <laughs> Mario that was made. No, it's the real deal. I was just like, so, you know, when I could get it. So if I can get that on my Instagram and say, I'm doing some great networking at EGX, that would be the post that goes out. Yeah, it took yeah. me half an hour of just staring at him to, like, to work up the courage to do that, let alone actually network with actual people who can actually benefit my career. But and was the man in that suit just some dead behind the eyes Well, the good guy. thing is, it was a woman. So oh. misgendered. <laughs> just misgendered straight away. Just yeah. through a lack of information and assumptions, I misgendered, which yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But we easily corrected. That's the thing about costumes. It could be anyone inside. Yeah. Yeah. Could be uh, my future inside. Who knows? <laughs> the future Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mrs. Glenister. Who knows? But it, it wasn't. Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, I find a lot of things tricky. Like, I mean, we were making a tea earlier. Making... Yeah, and you threw it straight in the bin. <laughs> yeah, so I opened it. It's good and, good and proper tea. I opened up the jade tips, which is the green tea one, with hints of almond sweetness. And then I was just tidying up because the kettle was boiling. And I just threw the whole thing in the bin. And, then yeah. I was, and it was in there quite a long time. You know, it was like, I would say... It wasn't good that long. Two minutes... <laughs> You know, it wasn't two minutes. I don't know, but, but I, was, it, I think time slowed down. Is what it was. <laughs> I'm quite happy to. I'm quite happy to uh, scoop it out and give it a try. Thing I don't is, think. It, I only think it tastes a little bit tuna pasta bakery. Yeah. Uh, as a result, as soon as you cut, you shouldn't be eating the packet. Really, that's the. Uh, that's where you've gone wrong there. Well, that's where the fibre is. That's where the nutrients <laughs> is. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Smell. I mean, it, the, the packaging smells great, but yeah. that is mainly probably because it's had delicious tea inside. Thing it. is, uh, once you, uh, once you pour boiling water over something you're you're neutralizing all the germs anyway yeah it's fine that's it that's what i think cut boiling water is it's like the best soap there is yeah absolutely <laughs> it's like so don't waste don't waste 
your money on useless soap, just pour scalding hot boiling water over yourself. Exactly right, yeah. And uh, that is how it's uh, to... Disclaimer, don't do that. That is <laughs> not good advice. No, do you know what? Redisclaimer: Do do that if you think that's if you think that's fine. Oh, because Rob said on the, <laughs> yeah. on the podcast, he said it was all right. Just do it. I'm like, I'm I don't. I think I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'm happy with like. Oh, I can't. You said that would work. Is this like? Well, you thought that me saying that was correct. That it would work. Yeah. If you're stupid enough to think that that is the right answer, then uh, it's, it's on you. Really. Yeah. And like, while you're there, eat silica gel. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like all the other stuff. I actually saw a meme the, a little while ago it said the devil's tea and it was silica gel in a cup of water <laughs> it's really funny oh god but I kind of want to try it I've tried the bin tea I mean maybe it's like silica gel tea is only like a small step up from yeah, that you it's, know. Uh, it's not a not a big leap at all no <laughs> but uh, it's interesting uh, thinking about stuff and things you can drink and eat out of the bin yeah and, uh, but I like um, what's I, the worst thing you've ever eaten out of a bin uh, green tea just now <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just like I, I can't think of anything specific. I mean, I'm sure I have. Like, if oh no, you eat stuff off the floor, don't you? I just think it's just like because it's actually gone in don't, the bin. Don't drag me into this. <laughs> Come on, get on, get on board. <laughs> get, get on board. We're in this together now. So you're in my house. It's, it's my rules. Are you thinking of a picnic? Is that what you mean? Like I, I have picnics <laughs> yeah, that is technically food off the floor, but yeah, that's it. Next time someone eats something off the floor, they're it's just a having a picnic. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> That makes that makes it feel so much. It's, it's a like, picnic without a blanket, is all that is. Yeah. Yeah, and also like no pesky wasps. Yeah. You know, it's just just all all the all the com- all like the excitement of a picnic without the um, freaky like stinging potential. And, you know, yeah. Just make sure your floor's not hairy or something. Yeah. If it's, yeah, yeah, if it's yeah. carpet, I mean, you wouldn't eat the picnic directly off the grass. But then even then, I'd eat a sausage roll if it rolled off the blanket. I'd eat the sausage roll off the blanket if it rolled onto how, the blanket. How long would it have to be on the floor before you decided not to eat that? As long as, long as it takes for it to keep not hitting dog poo, I think is the optimum time. So it could be covered, like, if you found something that had been there for like a day, but it was covered in bug. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I think it had to be in a window where you saw it happen. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you'd know all the you know all the facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd know exactly or roughly the time. I go ten minutes. <laughs> I think I go up to about ten minutes. Yeah. I'll be and it'll be like, oh, do you know what? Stuff it. I'm say, have it. Say you drop a chupa chups lolly on the floor. Chupa you, you've already licked it, so it's sticky. Yeah. I mean that's different. That's different. You've got grass on it. I mean that's guaranteed grit, isn't it? That that's, is guaranteed grit. And like, especially over ten minutes, yeah. it's going to be. I'm uh, I'm allergic to pollen, and like, I'm probably consuming. Like dandelion, is that it'd be a little dandelion? Would it be like coat. exposure therapy? You'd uh, you'd get over your hay fever from Maybe. eating it. I could just chop chop slowly. I could just shove a daisy in my eye, like, and I you without could. the risk of yeah, consuming. Yeah, yeah. But walk around with the daisy up each nostril. <laughs> oh yeah, I am Daisy Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's he doing? Trying to turn into the latest pollen-based uh, superhero. Yeah. Whereas yeah, all you're getting is an itchy throat and red eyes. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. So do you do you work for a company? Uh, so, so, oh, for, the, for context, uh, <laughs> Rob is, how would you describe it? You're a, a music designer. So, yeah, I'm a game audio designer. Yeah, because so it's different to being a songwriter, right? It's, uh, it's kind of, 
there's elements. So game audio designer includes all sounds. So uh, certainly the thing I focus on is game music. So I'll write and score the soundtrack for games. Yeah. Um, but I also do sound design, which is going to be not only kind of recording the sound effects, uh, but also implement them into a game. Right. So okay. it would be, you know, like this is the sound the chest makes when it's glowing. Okay. And it's got something inside it. But how is it going to sound when you're not near it? And how is it going to uh, kind of slowly get louder as you approach it? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. If you're in a jungle, like, you know, there's all... You, you can record like a like a Foley track, like three minutes of jungle sound. Uh, but actually, rather than that big giant wav that you put in the game, you can make lots of little ones and program a random like a procedurally generated soundtrack based on what you're doing in that space right okay so it's sort of quite interesting when you break it down so like you'd have to do like a drone note do, do, do you mean in, in in the same way that like the music changes when mario goes underground yeah similar i mean kind of easy side if we look, look at the jungle there'll always be more, more advanced presumably. so there'd be always be a sound that you always hear no matter what and it will okay. be just like the air in just real kind of whatever it would be like just the real air but you'd hear birds in the trees yeah um you'd so hear like the, ambient sounds but you wouldn't hear birds all the time and you wouldn't hear the same bird like every every five seconds because yeah, 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 yeah. that wouldn't sound realistic so you get a few in and then also you can automate the pitch and the velocity of the sound right so some will be like really soft different pitch and stuff so yeah if you're doing footsteps not every footstep is going to sound exactly the same unless it's like a really old game like a NES or something yeah but it's now so much more advanced and then like um the rustling of the trees certain bugs you'd only find in certain trees so yeah. you'd hear them and the, like the way the wind goes through the forest you'll hear it in open spaces and it will sound rustly and other bits and yeah what you got to do is look at the environment and think like what is needed where and be creative with it right and and then you know go in a cave and then everything is all of a sudden hey there's reverb now yeah, and, here, yeah, yeah. and like all, all these different things so it's cool but i do i i like the music side of it more yeah because that's kind of that's where you come from. Well, it's like the rock and roll bit. It's like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have all of my tunes in the biggest games. And obviously, I'm not in the biggest games yet. It's the, it's what you work up to. But um, it very much plays to what I'm into. Because obviously, we've been doing music for a long, long time. I, oh, know, I remember, yeah. I remember having definitely having a jam with you of some sorts. So I've seen, I've been in your house while you've been drumming at some point. Yeah, oh, like, definitely. Yeah, and like. Uh, who was the band? Was it was it Superbeat? Yeah, that was yeah. that was a long time ago. That's so long ago. That's we're a talking long like twenty ago. years ago now, oh, nearly. It's uh, like, coming up to twenty years. Yeah, like yeah, easily, definitely at least seventeen years. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's a long, long time. But I've, I've since then, like I've been, I've always tried to make it in a band. Like I've just always been in some yeah. kind of band. I counted them like the other day and it's like 25 bands I've been in which Christ. seems crazy that is a lot of bands I saw like um, uh, my friend Matt he did um, he did an autobiographical post where he talked about all the bands he'd been in and he tagged every band member that he was in and it was such a lovely read it was yeah. like really kind of like we were here and we were doing this and we, we were mentally in France and we were here and we're crazy in Ireland here and then this thing we got kicked out of this venue and all of this stuff and like, I, I thought, I'm, I'm going to do that. And then I started doing it. And it was just it was just far too much work. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. there was like one band. Actually, it was Goza. It was Goza. Yeah. 
And um, this guy came up to me. I was at I was at the Muse, um, yeah. like bar near us. And this guy came up to me. He's like, "Oh, Rob, how's it going, man?" I was just like, "Ah, oh, yeah." Definitely didn't know him. I definitely didn't remember <laughs> him. Definitely didn't know his name. Um, and then obviously, you know, you have the awkward thing. Yeah. Uh, but then he seemed like really, really upset that I didn't know who he was. <laughs> and it's because he was actually in Goza. He was a second no. guitarist. We, he was in my band. <laughs> it was only for about like two months or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But that is, that is like, well, I'm old now. Now I know I'm getting old that I have... You, you forget the names of people and stuff yeah. but to forget that someone was in a band with you that is that is proper like I couldn't and then it was like oh yeah of course yeah we didn't like yeah, him yeah. we didn't think he fitted and then we had to try and find a way to like politely let him not be in the band anymore but like it's fine. he's going to listen to this as well and go oh god oh, that's that what, what he was <laughs> he was so oh, he was so apologetic yeah. when he was drunk but now he's just like no it's to be honest but it was true that's why like, he was there <laughs> so I don't know how, how much I was there I couldn't have been that invested in the situation yeah. It, but yeah that was so bad but that's how you know you're really getting old that's proper proper memory loss yeah yeah <laughs> you've forgotten them you've forgotten doing stuff yeah that's uh, I mean there was a guy who and I it may have been Superbeat. I hate saying that name. It's so cringy. It's such Can an you awful spell it wrong as well? S U P A. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe you remember that. That's, you don't. You don't remember being in a band with a guy, but you remember. <laughs> remember the terrible name of my band. A- anything that puts you in an immediate rough spot. It just like, pings into my mind like like it was yesterday. Um, yeah, there was a. We had a Northern Irish guy singing with us briefly. Oh right. And. Uh, like, I, re- I remember him because I was at the Pink Toothbrush with... Uh, so, I've got a half-sister that lives in Cornwall. Right. And her ex was, like, very Cornish. And he came down with her and we all went to the Pink Toothbrush. And, like, the bandmates at the time came along. And the... Uh, yeah, the singer was there. And, like, he was talking to my sister's ex, the uh, the Cornish guy. And like they were talking to each other, but couldn't understand a single word that each other said. So I was in the middle, just translating for each of them. <laughs> that's pretty good. It was uh, that's funny. But if I met him in the street, I'd have no idea who he was. Irish guy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, oh, we're talking about the music. So yes. So the music was. I I I'd always go into a band situation, and I like kind of putting it all together so we'd have a jam like jams are good and you sit there and you're jamming out the thing that riff one riff for like 20 minutes yeah. and you get stuck in it and whatever i was always like quite good at kind of chopping up it's like right now this is going to be the verse this is going to be the intro this is going to yeah, be the bridge yeah, yeah. Uh, this is going to be the chorus and the double chorus middle eight at the end uh solo there off we go job's done but it's under three minutes da, 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 da. and i was always like quite controlling and probably got quite annoying as well <laughs> like just come in and like just take over um, the great thing about doing the kind of this game music is that I, you work on your own. So I've really, um, I'll, I'll collab with some people sometimes, but I've never really like had the power to just do exactly what I wanted. Yeah, uh, it's probably like why I kind of I like the stand-up stuff as well because it's like you get to com- work off your own back. It's complete control over yourself. That's uh, why I wanted to start stand-up. I was in like I had so much trouble with bands for such a long time. 
and I was like, I just want to do something for myself. And I tried writing songs and sitting down and singing them. And then it turns out I can't, can't sing that well. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's really like, annoying when like your crippling lack of ability yeah. slows you down. Yeah. So, well, what can I do? So here we are, stand up. Yeah. I must admit, like when, when I first discovered that you did stand up, I was like... I would never have seen that coming. You seem like like such. I mean, I've seen you stand up now, and it's like, oh yeah, well obviously he's like he's really good. But like, if if you had like everyone, if you pick like your mates that like right, who would be good at stand up out of my mates? Like you wouldn't have even been in the top ten. <laughs> so, no, it just like it just doesn't strike me. But then you look at it, it's like well, I always have a laugh with you. Yeah. And like and you translate that really perfectly in this kind of weird, awkward strange way which is like that's so weird why is this why is this working and it's like and it's like really thoughtful and stuff so but i was i do remember being like i just can't believe he's doing comedy yeah. right and when you say oh that's i'll do funny. stand-up and i was like i've got to look this out and i looked out, i was like oh well i'll be fucked there he is <laughs> there he is doing it <laughs> but uh yeah that's it yeah even when i walk on stage sometimes people are like not this guy <laughs> nah. not today so no 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 <laughs> Whereas like I I was sort of like I'm kind of very new to it, so I've only done like about five gigs yeah. or something like that. But I was you doing... say about you could surely you can remember. Well, wh- I, one of them I'm not enough. one of the one of them I'm not convinced they the audience knew what we were doing. It was like we were there was there was sort of three of us. It was me. It was uh, Jaguar Snakes and it's Eddie Cable. And we thought it was a comedy show because Eddie said, "Oh yeah, we've got us a gig. It's in Basildon. It's at this pub." And then, like when we're in oh, the no. uh, when we're in the car, um, then it's like then we learnt more information. Yeah, so like I met this couple on the swingers website, and they said like, "Oh right, well it's uh, it's uh, my uh, one of my swinger mates fiftieth, uh, and he's he's having his party at the." at the pub in Basden, I said, I sort out the entertainment. It's like, all oh, right, so he knows we're coming. It's like, no, he doesn't know you're coming. So it's like, oh, oh right, no. okay. <laughs> so, so it, was, it, was, it was pretty, luckily, like, Jake was like, he was like, he was pretty good. Um, um, but actually, he was just on a podcast recently and he was talking about this exact same gig and like, right. I, I can't remember the last time I spoke to him. I feel, I feel like the only time we're going to speak to each other is like through podcast that we've appeared on yeah yeah so like when this comes out jack nice to see you mate we should probably meet in real life rather than appearing as anecdotes in other people's <laughs> shit <laughs> but um he hosted it pretty well and he got control of the room and stuff but it was it was an awkward time there's like people doing coke off the tables and stuff no i went in it's just like happy 50th birthday uh, we've got you exactly what you wanted three amateur comedians oh. <laughs> it's like just what you wanted right it was really awkward but I mean, I've been at some gigs where uh, some, you know, some of the audience members sort of disappear during the gig and come back more belligerent. <laughs> and like, you know what they're doing, but I've never had them doing it on the table in front more, of you. Raise a sharp focus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to listen to everything you say. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Actually, it was funny because Eddie, like, Eddie, I mean, Eddie, he sort of bombed it. He didn't do, like, right... But there were so many funny bits where yeah. it, it bombed so spectacularly. And there was one point where his phone ring, rang and it, it, he was actually calling it in. <laughs> and he had to like, he had to pick it up because it's like, they're only going to be around for like so much longer. Oh, that's it, funny. It was so bad. It was, I feel like there was going to be sort of at least, at least one sympathetic member, that guy at the front, like doing bumps and stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Good grief. Good, good, good fun. But, but I like the control of it. So like with the music and the stand up, it's nice to have kind of the control but that's why I've been doing the um the improv as well because it's nice to kind of 
work with others as well. Yeah. And I felt like... I thought I feel I'm sort of quite funny, and I thought like I've, I kind of make up stuff quite a lot, and I thought, yeah. oh well, improvs, I've got this. Like, I make up most of the stuff I say. Yeah, I mean, most of the things that I think of, I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I thought I'd just be really, really good at it. And then, like, what you what you fast learn is that you've got you've got to literally unravel everything that you think you know yeah, about yeah, yeah, being yeah. funny because it's just not going to work it's like I'm always like and then da, 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 and that's the punchline and that's yeah. the end of it and then you do something else and it's just like no that's not yes and and it's like oh god it's not is it it was like uh, or sometimes like the worst one I do is just like shutting people off because I just yeah. think the shock and the, the the shock and the drama of me shutting someone off with like a stupid face and thing that I've done it's like well that's that's hilarious and funny and it's just like well no what you've done is you've made it all about you you selfish prick and oh right yeah <laughs> so <laughs> you got to unlearn it but I am enjoying it it's uh yeah it's a it's a good skill to learn because I find that it's quite a good way sort of some of the stuff that you learn with that is basically to obviously like you accept and build but you also allow the people that are involved to be involved so like yeah. I find that's quite a good way of dealing with hecklers because a lot of the time if someone heckles like you'll see a comedian like just turn around and just go oh, oh f- you oh you piece of... like you're not really winning anything there you're not yeah. coming off as witty or clever I feel like if someone's like just like really just if a member of the crowd is like obnoxiously rude to yeah. you you can like be well I can be more obnoxiously rude but if yeah, that's not yeah, like yeah. really in your character it's just like if, but you actually just agree with them it's just like oh like I've never really thought of it that way yeah, sir yeah. like go on like what else do we know about me that you've only just decided yeah, that it. you know about me in the fucking two minutes you've been watching me yeah. you bloody bastards <laughs> like come on but like where my character can be quite judgmental of some people uh, not always like I'm sort of I'm generally sort of quite nice but also if someone does something wrong I will be like you're an idiot like what are you doing like this, you've got like completely the wrong way okay, and I'm, like... I'm happy to like, but then I'll like I'll sort of I'll still receive what they're saying and I'll be like oh yeah but you know if someone says something funny it's funny Yeah. you let it and you go oh that's funnier than what I was going to say actually fair play yeah you've won that one I'm always a bit like left field if I, I mean it's only happened to me once to be honest but like uh, someone just sort of yelled something out and it was sort of neck. I can't even remember it was a very weak it wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't like a devastating yeah, blow yeah, to yeah. my self-esteem or anything. But I, I kind of remember just kind of going like, it's like, yeah, you know what? I, I just thought I'd be much better at this than <laughs> I am. I thought I'd be much better than what is happening right now. <laughs> and then that was just sort of like funny enough, just like yeah, just self-deprecating yeah, yeah. stuff. But I don't know. I always got a smile on my face when I'm doing it. I think it's like I think it's like if someone's just like really happy on stage. I think it's it's a lot harder to heckle them. It's like if it's absolutely, like, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. if someone's just, or someone's just generally having a good time, even if they're sucking. It's like when someone's like, "Oh, I could never go up on stage and like play guitar or sing because like I couldn't do it." And it's just like, yeah, but you've definitely seen people go up on stage and sing and pl- and play badly. Yeah, and it's never stopped you having a terrible time, and you've always given them a clap at the end. Yeah, yeah. and you've always gone up to say, "Well done." It's like, yeah. so it's like, and then that's you, just you like, don't get that in stand up. Maybe not in stand up so much because it is just a, it's kind of like a oh, matter of opinion. Oh, you've ruined my evening. Yeah, <laughs> I came cool. here specifically to have the most entertaining, hilarious time of my life, and here I am. Worse than I left. Worse than I entered. Uh, you've ruined it. Get out. I don't know. 
but it's like but then it's just like well look i just i can't i can't help your sense of humor or indeed this whole room's sense of humor just because it's in this instance none of them are aligning with me right now yeah, that's yeah. The, that's that sounds like a you problem not a me problem <laughs> plus you know like you're still you're still young in your comedy days so uh the more you do it the more you learn to sort of accept rooms as they are and deal with it and whatever but then again uh not every room is playable no but the, what i have but learned the, but there are comedians that will play rooms that other people can't play yeah that doesn't mean that they can play every single room because quite often if you get someone that can go into like a, a rowdy pub and sort of shout everyone down and then eventually get them on side that doesn't mean if you take them to a nice quaint little arts theater in in the uh, home counties, yeah, that they're going to have a good time there. But they might behave themselves. They might enjoy the culture, you know. They yeah, might be like, you, you never know. know. Little pinkies. It does happen. Some people can tea. do it, but it's you know, it's not for everyone. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I like what one thing I'm learning is in, the, in my very short time doing it is that um, like the energy of the room can change everything. When it's like you just got to read the room, you got to read the room. It's sort of like it's hard to quantify what that actually means. Yeah, but like it's it's I'd really. I'd say at your stage, don't worry about that just just but, try and remember your but stuff I, but i'm noticing it already so there'll be like um i i, I did this there's this joke i make where um i talk about uh, my sister she's had a baby a uh, little baby george and i was like i don't know uh what i didn't know what her i didn't know what his surname was because like you know my sister's a slag was the joke. <laughs> yeah, but, th but then I found out that his surname is Dor. So my nephew's name is George Dor. So you know I'm going to ask him what the scores are. So that's essentially just basically what the joke is. Right. And then what I'm finding is. But then that, that requires a specific knowledge. Of... Well, it requires a very specific kind of group of people to be in your uh, in your gig. So yeah. like, uh, so people will like laugh at the like calling my sister a slag thing. You know, it's like hilarious. I like, highly recommend it. Just always, <laughs> always be calling my sister a slag. Uh, but. Like I wouldn't say that about my sister. She would kick my ass. <laughs> she, my sister, my sister, my sister kicks my ass on the regular anyway. At this point, it's like I'm kind of I'm immune to it, and yeah. she's expectant of it. But, uh, but, but it's like when someone's like really reacting to something, you can just stretch it out or say like the same thing again, but like slightly different, and then like build on that one thing that you're saying. Yeah. And then if they're laughing, it's and sometimes that like, there'll be like a. I don't know. There was one thing where I kind of pointed out that I'm not, I'm not very good at sex, and then like I got like a really one one gig. I had like a really like pantomime. Me like oh, and yeah. I was like, don't patronise me. Uh, but then another time, I was I had someone just like just one man just piss himself laughing on his <laughs> own. I was just like, come on, man, we're meant to be allies. Like just kind of like kind of trying to go at this one man. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, come on, dude, like help me out. But it's like the same thing, but like just like different energy, and then it's just good to kind of be observant and stuff. Yeah. But um, but in the in the music, in, in like what I do, like a lot of it's like I think like a lot of the fear of doing the comedy is like the fear of rejection. Or so like if someone doesn't laugh, it's like they've rejected you. You're funny, sort yeah. of thing. But, but in in the music, it's it's very much the same. You got you've got to have like a really thick scheme because they pay you a lot of money. Uh, for you to soundtrack their game they only get one shot of paying a audio designer to yeah, do yeah, what yeah. they're doing and then I'll, I'll sit there for like like two days like solid and I'm like this is my masterpiece this is the best music <laughs> yeah. that has ever ever happened and they're like it's just like no nah, it's just so it's so bad and you're like are you, what, your ears like is it ever been that on? bad 
Well, it's like, it'll be like, like... Just that brutal. It'll be like, it's just... It's not like that it's bad because like, I, I, I write good music. Yeah. But like, it's in my opinion. Uh, but like, it's just completely wrong. And it'll be like... Some, sometimes it's like really... It's, it's kind of fair enough. It's like, this sounds like more like it's on a journey. Yeah. Uh, where it's got to be like a more in fact, impactful description of this one place that you're at. And then, you know, with experience, you kind of... You get it right first time more often yeah uh, but then sometimes it's like oh, could you just make it sound it just needs to sound more chocolatey and then it's like wait <laughs> right cool and then my my job is it's like yeah sound it's like well of course i make it sound more chocolatey and then it's my job to work out what the fuck chocolatey sounds like or is that just hitting the mic with a, a dairy milk <laughs> well it'd be i mean some are easy so like so if the, if it's this one level where um I'm describing it's set, it's set in a bathroom, so it's like it's it's, it's a game called Fuzzball, and it's there's different regions. So there's like a kitchen and a playroom and a bath, and like in in the playroom, it's like it's all like glockenspiels and wood blocks right. and those kind of sounds which place you in it. In the bath, there's like there's uh, quacks, there's percussion and nice. like bubbly water and stuff. kitchen um i can't remember what there's like little fire jets and like chopping of like the chopping board or it's like percussive notes and stuff so it's like things there's examples like that where it's a bit easier but i i always like um like the challenging ones like yeah so it's like the way with like to approach chocolatey it's like well i don't know what chocolatey is but i can definitely write two pieces of music or two ideas for music and decide which one sounds more chocolatey (laughs) and then Right, so that's closer in the right direction, sort yeah. of thing. So it might be like you know, if it's like a bubbly chocolate, might maybe I have little black, like bubbly sounds, right? And like that might be, but not like wet bubbly sounds, like dry bubbly sounds. Sure, like so, an arrow, like an arrow. So what does an arrow sound like? What does a Kit Kat sound like? I mean, that has a little crunch to it, and I've just whacked the mic with the yeah. But it's like there's all the things you can play around with, and then it's like you know this chocolatey is is like luxurious and sumptuous so it might not be fast music it might be enjoy it you know and it's smooth or like and it's going to be pleasant and satisfying so these are there's there's satisfying chord progressions and stuff like that so there is there is ways to do it but then I, I do like the challenging ones like they'll say like oh uh right so we need venetian techno and it's like Cool. That's specific. Wait, wait, ancient Venetian techno. I was like, okay, cool, right, leave it with me. And then it's like, okay, you've got to look up Venetian music, work out what that is, you know what techno is, and then it's like, let's go, let's put them in the melting pot and see what happens. So, yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Nice. And it's it's not really like a job either, like that is, I'll be doing it and I'll be like, this is like such a stupid, this is, a, I can't believe I'm getting paid for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, what's the best fart here? Like, what's the best <laughs> fart to do this? Like, and it's like, oh, I think I need to sort out the EQ on that belch. And it's like, come on, Rob, this is like the life, right? That's amazing. <laughs> like, how long have you been doing this now? Because you, uh, so th- this is your full-time job, yeah? It's, yeah. So it's, it's, it's about, um, 
it's coming up to four years now. Yeah. I've only been doing it. Because I remember it. running into you at, a, at an asylums gig. Yeah. And you told me, like, you said... I want to do it. I want to. I want to start writing songs for. And then, like a couple of weeks later, you came up the Wob 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 Rob account. Yeah, and I then... mean the name. I mean the name I had anyway because um, it was always sort of like my joke dubstep DJ name right. was Wob Wob Rob. If that was ever going to be, if I if I don't even like dubstep, but I said if it if it ever happens, that's my name. Yeah. yeah. And then in terms of like as a music company, as a fun stupid mu- music company, essentially what it is, it's quite a fun name. You yeah. Know? So I kept it. And then I like I told I like obviously I've got my logo and stuff which I really like. I told yeah, jo- it's cool, man. I told Joe White about it, you know, Joe. Yeah. Um and he was doing like graphic design at the time. He's more of like a musician as well now, but he was really into the graphic design. And I told him about this company and kind of what I was looking for. And then I, it took me about like two months or three months and I thought oh do you know what Joe just do it because I was trying to design a logo myself yeah. and it's like sometimes you just got to pay someone who knows what they're doing yeah yeah, yeah. I was like alright Joe look, I'll pull I'll, I'll pull the cord on that let's go Like, I'll, I'll do it and he's like you pay the, pay the money pay the money he's yeah. like I'll pay you the money I was like I want to see it in my account and it was there and he's just like I've already done the logo <laughs> no way <laughs> so he'd already done it basically he was like I'm so confident you're going to start doing it I actually designed it and then he, he had it already yeah. it was like it was so it was That's such, funny. it was so good it's perfect as well man it's great yeah, yeah. it's real 8 like, bit sort of if you, uh, I mean I'll, I'll, I won't post a picture of that well I'll tell you what let's, we'll, we'll take a photo at the end and then we'll get that in the background fine whatever. yeah so but there's, uh, it's really good to, it's really easy to brand so I use the colours of it and it's like every single thing I do so I'm like my SoundCloud my Spotify my Twitter it's all Wob Wob Rob it's all got those colours yeah and I think it does make me stand out when I'm when I'm sending um like my demo reels to clients. You're not going to find the wrong wob wob rub. No, yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, you will find like thousands of like composers in an oversaturated market, sure. which is pretty much like any creative industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. especially like in comedy and stuff, it's like what what gives you like the edge and like what you'll find is this I, I am a 30 uh, something straight white man yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I need an angle I've but then what you got do a slight angle but you know <laughs> I just walk in like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my got one leg short than the other that's uh... actually I'm nicking that that's my <laughs> but um one, but it's like one thing you do do really well is when like obviously you've got your new show coming out and you've got that brilliant um uh, Cyclops picture, yeah, and it I'm, looks I'm good. Very happy with that poster. Yeah. yeah, and then it's it's just really clear that you've thought about it. So like when you are booking shows and like looking to build a tour, it's like it's easy to kind of click on one thing sides related and think like, okay, well this guy's got his shit together. Yeah, he sounds more like uh, I'll listen to his stuff because then you got if you get the chance to click and listen to something. It's not like music. With the music, I can do like little 30 second clips of my tracks and yeah. I can focus it to what it's like. If I'm going for like an adventure game, um, I'll put all like my fantasy orchestral stuff in there. If it's like a party action game, I'll put like my zany, wacky stuff in and I can give them little 30 second glimpses in a demo reel, which is all done in this app called Real Crafter, which I use. Yeah. And focus on it and they can click it and get an exact idea of me straight away where. It's like with comedy, it's just like, oh, well, this is really funny after you've kind of sat with like three yeah, or four yeah, minutes yeah. of the build up towards it. But that's the thing. Like, this is this is the thing that people don't understand when they hear that you're a comedian and they say, oh, tell me a joke. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I sort of, I do stories. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you a story if you want, but you've really got to buy into the fact that I'm doing stand up. 
because if you think I'm just telling you a funny, quick joke, it's not going to work. Stand-up like, comedy... Maybe I'm not interested in your in your jokes, that's Yeah, all. it's like stand-up comedy, I think more and more, it's, it's, it's like... It's just like a like a PowerPoint presentation. It's like Somewhat, I've, yeah. I've sat through really boring PowerPoint presentations, and then there's some people that turn it into this amazing journey of like surprise and intrigue. Yeah. But it's still like over something really boring or something really mundane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because they've injected it with like personality or a build up and a setup and a surprise and the punchline, it's like sometimes like they'll click through and like they'll go to right. So there is a graph for this, and they click it, and it's just the most boring graph ever and then they go ooh yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like oh thanks it just made that little moment of my life <laughs> slightly better and that's not like a joke it's just like just one thing that someone just on that stage in that, that moment yeah yeah just kind of owning that moment being aware of itself that's yeah 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 and then I think it's like the best stand-up is just people just understand kind of like the ridiculousness of like, well, uh, you're all looking at me right now and yeah. uh, my job is to uh, fill this gap <laughs> between the sides. Is this your material? No, this is just me <laughs> describing what I think Thank it is Christ. really. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the blank page. It's like a blank space. I just think it's kind of, it's a weird thing. I'm glad I've given it a try as well. Yeah. Like, you're gonna you're gonna keep going with it. It's it's a it's a weird thing. I like I I prefer doing the the improv stuff because okay. it's like I find I'm getting um, transferable skills from it. Yeah. So I'll be in a Zoom call. Oh yeah, I was talking about the networking earlier, like going and meeting people in right, real life. Of course, yeah. At home, it's been all about like Zoom meetings. But the good thing about that is like you get you go in breakout rooms and then it's all people in the same boat forced to be in there and yeah. talk to people and I haven't had to like drink like four pints at the bar to pluck up the coverage <laughs> to make a tit of myself in front of yeah, someone which yeah, is like yeah. quite a calm affair and we're all in the same boat and, it's just know. someone in a Mario costume on your computer screen exactly said, that yeah. yeah yeah and it's like <laughs> it's like the Mars singer but for my <laughs> industry specifically <laughs> but um uh, I forgot the point I was going to make but um yeah I've completely forgot the point I was going to make I, uh, don't apologize uh, yeah, that happens. Yeah, I'm not going to apologise. I'm just, I'm just telling you <laughs> that's what's happened. That's fair enough. That's where it is. Uh, yeah. So, how is your tour going? Because it hasn't. I mean, it's not. Oh, a you're tour. sort of it's looking to build it. I'm writing it, it at the minute. Yeah, I've got the first. Uh... See, I see the poster, and I'm like, oh, he's done it. He's yeah, already yeah, out yeah, there. He's, he's at Edinburgh. No, 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 no. No, I've, I've got the very first run through next Sunday. So, so. Sunday, the 1st of August. Sunday, that's Sunday, the 1st of August. At Faversham Fringe. At Faversham Fringe. At, I can't remember what the venue's called. It's like Baltic House at what now? Or what now at Baltic House? It's one of those. That's Baltic House at what now? I don't know what I'm doing now. I feel like, because I'm in like um, in my studio, I do a lot of like voiceover stuff. Yeah. It's never for like anything serious. Yeah. It's more just like, oh, like, it, like I, do, I do a lot of like kind of jingles for things like podcasts or things like that and it's it's like little stupid bits for a section yeah. that they've done and it'll be like uh you know it's like what's in the fridge that's what's in the fridge <laughs> <laughs> stupid shit like that or like make up little songs for you or like you know i could even i could make you up a song if you, you really want you could so. do you brought this up that's why your ukulele sitting next to you i could do it right i mean i sort of briefly discussed that he may be able to do musical comedy and now he's convinced that he wants to write me a song the thing is it's like I don't think I, I would be funny enough or good at the music side of it enough so between the two of them together that's kind of that's a that's a shit that's sandwich a, with shit as the bread yeah 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 uh, you could make it work but yeah. 
It's up it? to you. You don't. You don't have to do it's it. Like, if you want to do it, we'll do it later. I don't really. I can I, cut it out. What I do is I'll, I'll email you something maybe, <laughs> and then you could decide to play it. It's like to be honest. It's like I was just. It just crossed my mind that it's like if I, I go on a podcast, I'm like, well, I'm a I'm a, a musician. My job is to write songs, and yeah. I don't even write no songs. It's sort of a bit like. No, sorry, I'm scared, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. You can do it. I'm going to do... Okay, so this is a ukulele, and I guess make it about the podcast, if you want. Um, okay, so it was going to go... Sigh, sigh, he's a hell of a guy. Let's drink some tea. Lovely. Sigh, sigh, he's the apple of my eye. <laughs> Let's drink some tea and talk about me. <laughs> do. Yeah, very nice. And that's uh, that's going to be out on iTunes <laughs> and uh, all uh, all the. <laughs> it definitely won't be on iTunes. Career uh, suicide. I like it. That's good. It yeah, thanks very much. And you are like sort of the apple of my eye. I think it's very. I think there's. I'm, I'm married. It's, it's a, let's not like get into technicalities of why our, <laughs> our love can't blossom. I'm sure your wife will understand. You know. Sure, I'll text her now. I'll see what she says. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Listen, absolutely. I'm not coming home. <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote a song. It was a ukulele. <laughs> Come on, you don't write me a song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like if you got a yeah. I think that's the most romantic thing I've done, like for anyone as well. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm normally like slagging people off in songs, but no. Yeah. Apples, eyes. That's beautiful. I'm, I'm yeah. really, I'm really, uh, really pleased. Speaking of apples, eyes, and tea, is there any apple in your tea? I can't remember what the ingredients are. Well, in my good and proper J tips. Um... Thanks very much to Good and Proper Tea. That's for good. Sending us the tea. If anyone ever wants to find a good independent tea company, get in touch with Good and Proper Tea because they make incredible tea. That's good and proper tea. Best consumed out of a bin. <laughs> that is not correct. No, but mine is, uh, <laughs> mine is a uniquely smooth floral green tea with hints of almond sweetness. But if I'm honest, uh, it just tasted like every green tea that I've ever drunk, yeah. which is kind of nothing. <laughs> but um, it's, I, it, it, it tastes like it's good for you. Yeah, okay. And I know it is really good for you. Yeah, so it's, it's good and proper. It's good and proper. Yeah. But it was nice. It was it was smooth and it was tasty and oh, that's good. But just not a, like it's not like a really strong taste. Yeah, it's not a strong taste. I said the same thing when I had it before. Yeah. The the Roybosch, which I had in the uh, in the packet in there, that is very good. Roybosch. Yeah. It did smell good. Is that the pepperminty one? No, that was that was peppermint. Oh, <laughs> you're telling me the one that tastes like peppermint was called peppermint? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I understand. That is a deliciously fresh peppery cup with a cool minty finish. I do like uh, peppermint. These too. emerald green oh. leaves produce a refreshing caffeine-free cup, well known for aiding digestion. This is the perfect infusion for after a meal or during a crippling hangover. Yeah, <laughs> it's like very, very good things to drink. I like, I like the peppermint stuff. Like my mum's. Uh, been making uh, tincture for everyone. It's a special tincture. Oh, she's a bit of a witch, so she brews potions for people, sure. and um, she she'll boil um, ginger and turmeric, and then she'll add uh, peppermint oil and um, this other type of oil. And it's sunflower. No, it's like a olive. No, it won't be like one of them types of. Oil. It'll be like an essential oil. It'll be right. Like, it'll be like a. I can't remember the like name of two it. Two-stroke oil. 
two stroke oil yeah it could be two stroke <laughs> lovely bit of two stroke uh, chains are oil yeah you know just something black it's black and, well I know it's, it's black and thick and I don't like it yeah. <laughs> bovril bovril yeah <laughs> I was like I always like in um, in space uh, yeah, yeah. when uh, he goes uh, going for a pint of the black my, stuff mine's a pint of the black stuff it's like you can't drink a pint of bovril <laughs> it's always like my favourite uh, well, uh, the thing is one of my favourite quotes from uh, Spaced is not an audible quote and that is <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen he's uh, held his uh, arm in the air held like, my fist uh, aloft uh, held his fist aloft yeah I like it what it is that one yeah where because <laughs> where Brian, Brian goes to knock on the door oh, yeah, and Mike and opens the door and just like, sees him and goes power yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is good that's aged really well it's just because like the writing's so good it's aged brilliantly I watched it all during the first lockdown and uh, I mean I watched it all the time but yeah the only thing it's like it's I think really the only thing that hasn't aged well in here is like the PlayStation graphics that's the only thing even like, then it and just even it we, of its time yeah but, like Makes it of its time. Yeah, it's it's like in like in the Matrix where like like it felt the flip phone felt so futuristic. Yeah, 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 and it was just like I can't believe how futuristic that looked. Oh my god, so futuristic! And now it's like it just looks so retro. Yeah, and antique and dated, and it's it's sort of it does lose the effect of it really yeah like obviously they go out of the matrix and then it's it's like obviously it's all set in the future still but when they're in the matrix it's just like yeah and bizarrely these humans are in this weird dated time all the time yeah that's fine right let's ask some questions i'm down for some questions uh there's are these the tea essential was it (laughs) tea tea totally great tea emergency but i'm not Saying that, I've stopped. I've stopped. I've stopped calling them that. We've got to give them some kind of. Can we call them titillating? Uh, maybe we. Maybe we should workshop what we should call them. I'll tell you what. Actually, can I? Can I, can I go for a week? Of course you can, your, mate. Right uh, now, for the listeners, uh, I may leave the noise in. Uh, <laughs> I've got an ensuite. Rob's which got an ensuite. Door. Yeah. Or you can use my brother's, which is clean because I cleaned it, which right. is next door. So. Oh, right, yeah. Maybe I'll do that. In the meantime, yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm going to tell a story. Write I'm going to write another song. <laughs> Let's see what comes back. It'll be a secret song. Should we just write a secret song? Okay. So this is Side Deeves. This is called the Side Deeves uh, Waltz, and um, this is what Side Deeves gets up to uh, in his spare time. <laughs> My name is Sideeves, I run through the leaves. That's all I've got. I mean, you were expecting better than that, but I was trying to think of like something just really disgracefully dirty that you would have to edit out or just keep forever. But uh, I chickened out at the last minute. I should have prepared something. I didn't, I didn't think I would be secretly writing a waltz while uh, my friend went for a wee, to be honest. Um, also, I'm not very good at the ukulele. I don't know why that was my instrument of choice in this moment. So, um, you know, you live, you learn. My best instrument is the tuba. Uh, another really useless instrument. No one really needs a tuba, you know. But here we are. I can hear rumbling, so let's let's talk really quiet, like uh, like we're finishing off an anecdote, and uh, and that's uh, what he gets up to at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Right, no, before we get into the questions, actually, because uh, uh, as you just pointed out, I just used your brother's toilet. Because uh, speaking of your brother, 
you've been in some interesting situations with him. Like you have, how much TV have you done with him? Because you you did dating in the dark, right? Oh yeah. So this is my twin brother. So we got um, this was a long time ago. Now this is like, I think we were like twenty six. So like basically like ten years ago now. Yeah. But um, we had um, we were in a band together at the time, and then uh, one of our friends sort of works in TV, and I said, "This is a casting call. They're looking for." single identical alternative looking twins for a dating show and so obviously we thought of you would you be interested please do it it'll be so funny and like we really like um denied about it because we thought oh we're in a band and like you know if it takes off we'll be known no one will take it serious but then we just thought like if we saw like anyone any of our friends doing it or even it's just like anyone we slightly knew yeah do it it would just be so fucking cool. Yeah, you'd think it'd so be so funny. funny. Yeah. So we thought, oh, right, well, look, Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll do it. So we go <laughs> on dating in the dark. I've never seen the show, so I didn't really know what it was about. And uh, no, I think yours is the only episode I've ever seen. So. Well, they had like um, uh, they had like celebrities and all like special really? guests on some of the shows. So remember, like um, you know that that uh, Russell Brand, like the answer phone message gate, uh, Manuel's yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they had her on one of the no episodes, way. so she was like the special guest. We were the we were like the hook of our episode, right? So it's it's essentially Dane and Dye. It's three guys meet three girls, and they only date in the pitch black dark room. And it is you can't see your hand in front of your face. It's that dark, is it that dark? It's really... so it's, you really can't see shit. Um, but the gimmick on our show was me and my t- identical twin. Uh, we didn't say we were twins or knew each other, so we were just two dudes, uh, two extra dudes that were in there. And uh, yeah, hilarity ensued. We the, our problem was like we we got incredibly drunk. We drank so much really? in this space to the point where like um, the producers kind of cut off our supply. But there was like <laughs> there was like June. He's like, oh, go on, sneak us another bottle of wine. Like yeah, 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 I'll sneak you a bottle of wine and stuff. So we were having a great time. Uh, oh, but man. we were just like in our own little world sort of thing. Like the, this guy Dale, who who actually does stand up as well. Oh, he, really? He, I think he lives in Canada now, and he's oh, been right. doing some like stand up. It was really cool seeing that he's doing that sort of thing. Yeah. He, but um, he was like, uh, the producers pulled me and Mike aside. So I was like, now we know like you, uh, you know, we asked you on. Um, you know, you're having a good time, just mucking around and stuff. But um, Dale, he's like, he's he's really wanted to like have a good, unique dating experience and. Um, and we're like what are you trying to say it's like can you just include him a bit more <laughs> and what it was it's just like me and Mikey just 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 chatting each other's face up like oh yeah. look at this look at this brilliant oh this is stupid and uh, Paul Dale just sitting there twiddling his phone and oh, he's like two hairy idiots but uh, Mikey won the show he won the show that's what he likes to say yeah um because he came away with a, a girlfriend he came away with an actual girlfriend because yeah. there was like and there was this girl Steph that was on there and obviously this wasn't in the edit, but um, we said, have you got any tattoos? And she's like, I'm not really allowed to talk about it. And it's like, and you're a model. What type of modeling do you do? It's like, I'm not really allowed to talk about it. It's like, okay, she's a suicide girl. So we're like, oh, that's a, she's definitely a suicide girl. So she was like instantly the one that we wanted to get with. Yeah. Um, like the other one from the dates we had is like, oh, I really like Rihanna or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. Uh, but um, I really wanted to like kiss anyone. So like... <laughs> I'd, 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 so I'd kiss kissed your brother in the dark. I'd kiss my brother in the dark, yeah. and uh, it was the best kiss I've ever had. <laughs> but, uh, but I think I got, I got with Cat uh, in the end, and like uh, I, th- I like I, gra- I grabbed her boobs, but it was really? dark. It was dark, and you can't see what's going on. But it's it's so bad because it's like you really God. can't see shit. But then it's just like 
<laughs> I don't know. It's just really bad. It's like it's probably stuff that would like get me cancelled. But I was like, in my defence, com- it was completely pitch black. You know, it's like, what can you do? And it was quite funny. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but Mikey won the show. Got with Steph, and uh, and then we all did dating in the pub afterwards. And that, oh really? That was we got kicked out of five pubs. <laughs> like, we were just so because ex- you're in there for a week. It's like an hour long show, but you're actually in in that building for five days will you like, stay in there yeah so we stay there there's boys on the bottom floor girls on the top floor and yeah no no internet no phones oh, so, man. So all we have is the reality which that, at the time wasn't that big of a deal because phones I don't know really... I mean it was like there's only so many DVDs that you can watch yeah. before you like and then yeah it was, it was strange and also no I connection suppose... with the outside world all we had is the truth of, of these three mystery women yeah. just above us and it was like so tantalising and exciting <laughs> to the point that when we actually got out it was just like oh my god there you are holy shit and it like everything was just like so and then we're trying to explain yeah. everything and all the all the like the deep lore that we created from the yeah, little bits yeah, of pieces yeah. that we picked up and, oh and that makes sense and this and that and like it was really good so, and I did I did get with the one that I thought was boring anyway <laughs> so, we, like, so like, we both, like, she was just like you're actually like much you're like much cooler in real life uh, <laughs> so, like, thanks mate <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting in the pub it's really oh, funny amazing but, yeah. now, I, I, I've got to ask about that actually because there was what was it I can't remember what it was called there was a series on Netflix of like uh, there were like it was American people were meeting up uh, in this like secret little room and they had to decide in I think they had like a week and they had to decide if they were going to get married but they hadn't actually met like face to face and because they were sort of like talking so intensely like without seeing each other they were like they were convinced that they were falling in love with each other and I think most of those relationships went quite toxically wrong yeah uh, as you would imagine but like did you did you find a similar thing like was it like intense I don't sort know because you're there because you're there specifically to meet someone, aren't you? I think it's it was more like just like the environment of having a TV show be filmed around you. Yeah, the excitement of that kind of didn't really play too much into in my experience anyway. I wasn't really like I really wonder what the stuff I'm going to say and do is going to have in terms of my effect on these people. I yeah, was really yeah, like, yeah. hey, look, cameras. Hey, that's a producer. That's a junior. Producer. What's that do? Well, that's a that's what a grip does. Yeah, and stuff and like it was just the what whole thing. What does a grip was, do? I can't remember. I was drunk, <laughs> I was drunk out of my mind. Hey, if anyone knows, uh, let, let us know. Get in touch. I hold the hold the sound boom because you need a good grip. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that's. Uh, like sounds they, that sounds very correct. I feel like they had a different route because it's like boom operating stuff, isn't it? Yeah, see, it's just you'd think that would be what that is. Ju- it's just a good, uh, it's just a good uh, skill to have. Yeah, sure. Grip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you've got good Can you grip, stuff, it, yeah, oh, you're in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was just the excitement of it all was like kind of played over it. It was that was more the nice. thing. But, but I, I think that like any kind of relationship that I've had that's broken down, it's only been on Messenger and WhatsApp. It's it's like the number of times you have this like two day row and it's over like WhatsApp, and then you call them up and you literally sort it out in twenty yeah, seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's absolutely ridiculous, and it's like that's how toxic social media is. Is it's just it really is not real and also it's like you could be in the heat typing stuff out and then it's like yeah that's the timing that i was going for and then you'll be furious and then you'll go back at the argument and then you'll read it back and it's just like i sound i sound, sound men- like a psychopath i sound like a, yeah i sound mental yeah or i just sound like really stupid and it's just because you it's just a big block of 
text. It was like, well, it wasn't like, it wasn't just like, blah, 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 blah. It was just like, it was, it was the timing of it. And then yeah. it's just like, the, these are still the words you picked. Like, yeah. whatever, the, whatever time it was. And then she'll be, she or he will be in exactly the same boat. It's like, now I don't know how this came up. What? What what was that in reference to? <laughs> uh, a dating a dating show. It was like uh, the messaging and the marriage. Oh right, right, like, right. Yeah, and it's like it turns into really toxic things. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Like My my two senses that that is why they are toxic. It's just because it is online. It's yeah, not real. You need to see. You need to look in someone's eyes. And you see. need to be able to grab their boobs in the dark. That's all you really need. You either need to be able to look them face in the face and know what they're thinking, or just have a cheeky grab of some side boob, <laughs> and then uh, you know you know whether you're made for each other or not. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you knew. I just knew. Yeah. <laughs> you were in the boob holder. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you've done an advert as well with your brother, right? Uh, we did. Um, I did like. Uh, I audition. I think we. I, what you, oh no, we were in a music video uh, for James Morrison. Oh, okay. And um, uh, it was all twins. Yeah, there were loads of twins. Yeah, yeah, so it was it was a song called Demons that he did, and like I've never been weirded out by twins, but everyone seemed like very weirded out by us because like, you don't see twins every day, and it's like, but we've never had like the magic of oh twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but on that day, fourteen sets of different twins all different types of twins like sort of tall black men like short little old age women um every, everything in between all dressed and like styled exactly the same and it was like this is cool and we were like we were going into like news agents together and they were just giving us free shit like, like here take the cigarettes take the take the candy like it was so cool like no nice. and then we were like so g'd up on it that we thought like we should do like a modelling agency or just a, some kind of agency where we just, <laughs> just clean up, yeah, like get yeah, all, yeah. all the work that requires twins. And what you f- soon find out is that there's not like a lot of demand for twins, really. Yeah. There's only going to be so much. Very specific situations. But it was cool to meet James. He's really cool. Yeah. Like, he, like Mike, he's like, Mike is always like really lucky and blaggy and stuff like this. Yeah. Because like he's, he, by the end of it, like Mikey was saved in James Morrison's phone as uh, Mikey's trumpet. <laughs> like, Amazing. Just in case you need a trumpet. Yeah, you need a trumpet. Oh, you know, I'm yeah. your guy sort of thing. And then... Uh, the context, uh, Mikey plays uh, plays trumpet and cornet. Yeah. Uh, specifically with uh, Get Cape, Wear Cape, Fly. That is correct. Yeah. Like, less these days. Which is how we met the girl from Hollyoaks, right? Yeah. Oh, Holly... Holly... Is it Holly Bowes? Could Holly, be Holly J. Bowes. I don't. I don't know. I didn't know. Her. I think that's a pretty good guess. I think I met her briefly, like through Mikey once. But he had like he, he got them down. They were on, they were on Hollyoaks, and he like he he just he kept in touch with like loads of people, like James Sutton and really? like, all of that kind of like. That's funny. But uh, yeah, but he loves all that. What a life. What a life. What a life. But remember, it's like it's not like really that much of a life. It's like everything's like oh my god. Like I'd love to hang out with these. TV stars or film stars or these these rock stars and stuff and it's just like it really is they're just as, people yeah, yeah it's like that's it, what everyone forgets is uh, famous people just people yeah they've just got bigger houses <laughs> and even then sometimes not even then like yeah. you know because their lives are so recklessly awesome they spend yeah. all their money yeah. on drugs and like getting pissed up and oh what lives they lead but they're generally not like that and yeah and they'll always talk to you if you got. They'll help you if you got questions. It's just like it's nice to help people. Amazing do stuff, but yeah, nice. Um, the other TV I did was uh, when I was ten, and I was on the national lottery, um, playing tuba. Cause really? Because my, my brass band got a grant, 
Um, so we've got we've got like forty six grand, which is good, good amount. And we had to play uh, a Jingle Bells or, or We Wish You Merry Christmas. It was right. a Christmas show, uh, but we had to stand up in the audience. Oh, which is fine because uh, I played the tuba. Now tuba, you wear a bass strap and then you hold the tuba. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you sit that. But bear in mind, when I at that age, I had to sit on two yellow pages to reach the mouthpiece. <laughs> so when I was standing up, even even with like the shortest setting, like the mouthpiece appeared on like my forehead, <laughs> wouldn't go any lower. So I've essentially on live TV just had to. St- just pretend to play tuba and it was really like oh god and i didn't know until literally five minutes before the cameras went on so i couldn't really change it oh that's funny maybe i could should have just sat down at the end just played a lot of random note but like bob monkhouse was presenting it really so i met bob monkhouse which is kind of cool like i didn't really understand the relevance at the time but i knew him of like the quizzes that he did yeah 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 but he's yeah just really nice Nice. nice man no, we think we think the Spice Girls are on live and kicking in the morning. Right. So like, there's people in the brass band. They found a hairband. So I got a push Spice's hairband. <laughs> I got push Spice's hairband. So very exciting stuff. Probably found someone else from the audience's hairband. Well, it was in the dressing room. Oh, so okay. It was like, we're, uh, we're like maybe now nowadays you'd whack that on eBay. That'd yeah, be, that'd yeah, be yeah, yeah. good enough, I think. Yeah. Right. Let's do some questions before we wrap up. I'm down. I mean, so, like, are you a tea drinker? You like you big on tea? Uh, I don't get to ask. I've not been able to ask this for the last few episodes because it turns out people are like, "Oh, yeah, I don't really drink tea." What are you doing on here? I think I feel I find like I love having a cup of tea when yeah. I go round someone's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never like, oh, I need a cup of tea now, and I never like just make it. I'm like. I'm not. I wake up and I'm like I'm gasping for water. Yeah. And I'll have a pint of water and then I'm like I'm all right. I might have a coffee, but. I I have tea. I've been drinking more green tea because I'm trying to get healthy. Yeah, and it does make you. It does give you energy and it's nice. But it just like, I don't know. It's a really bad taste. Like now I'm at the point where I've got used to the taste of green tea. Yeah, and then it's only going to get better. It's like olives and and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Once you develop a a, a palate for it, yeah. it's like like a cheese. You start noticing the different things. Yeah. I think you drink enough of anything. And eventually you will start to notice the difference yeah. between... So I've got my favourite wines now and like yeah. a, ch- a cheese board isn't scary anymore. Yeah, that's how you know you're getting old. But yeah. Yeah. And, it's, I think, and I think it's just you're, just... you're just bored of everything being delicious all the time. You need to just balance <laughs> yeah, it yeah, out yeah. with stuff. It's like beer. It's like, does beer really taste any good? I'm not convinced. It's like, if you like, you can have right, right now a pint of ice cold beer yeah. or a chocolate milkshake. It's like yeah. Well, well I don't like cho- beer, so I'm going chocolate milkshake. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I think most people would, unless they just want to get hammered. But I like getting drunk, so it's like you know, it depends what you're looking for. Yeah. If you're looking for a flavour hit, go for the milkshake. But if you just want to yeah. get pissed, like milkshake ain't gonna cut it. So you're gonna have a green tea as your go-to tea for now. Yeah. But any particular brand, or they they all taste uh, the same. Mighty Matcha. Because yeah. uh, it's my mate's company. Oh, okay. But, um, Who's that? It's uh, it's the Fishenden, so they do Monge too and all that. Yeah, so, yeah, but okay. Mighty Matcha, it's like it's like really concentrated. So it's like a little, it's like a powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like so you can like make, you can cook with it. You can, you can make get a, ho- with a hookup. It. 
for the you know I have a tea podcast. Oh yeah, of course. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they'd definitely be up for that. Hundred percent. Actually, oh, yeah. I'm kind of like I'm really glad we brought it up because that's I would have like kicked myself that we hadn't thought of it if we yeah. didn't think of it. Yeah, it's fine. I'm always thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all I'm thinking about is comedy and tea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, that is that is really easily sort of out. Sweet. Amazing. Oh, Sorry, yeah. good and proper. You've been demoted. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still really good. Thanks for thank you for the proper good. I'm, I mean, I'm a convert at the very least. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, but I will just need some of your samples. So yeah, fine. that's fair enough. <laughs> so do, do you have a, a English breakfast tea? Uh, yeah, normally. It's like just whatever, whatever in the pot. If, you, if you're going to, you're going to dunk a biscuit? I uh, It depends. It really depends. Go on. What does it depend on? Does it depend on the biscuit? Because that's going to be my next question. Well, let's go on to the next question. Let's see how this develops. What kind of biscuit would you dunk? Well, it very much depends on uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the situation. So, uh, it's, <laughs> if it's like um, it, like I like a rich tea biscuit because yeah. I feel like it's it's hard to eat on its own. It's too dry. Right. So the tea improves the biscuit. Other biscuits, I feel, are just fine on their own. Yeah. Like so you going so you going rich tea. I think rich tea. Yeah, I think so. It's got to be done. Are you like doing a like graph or a table of these? Because no, this could, this could be like really good important. No, maybe someone is. Maybe your listeners collating it yeah. and they'll, they'll send it to me one I'm day. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> this is what comedians think of tea biscuits. <laughs> so during the during the podcast with Luke Branch, he was telling me the story about a taxi driver who was a healer and he could create smoke from his own fingers, and I uh, prophesied that. He, I think that's the word I'm going for. Predicted so, the future. Made a statement that is going to come true. Oh, in that case, I'm going to change what I said. <laughs> no, no, that, no, I'll edit it beautifully. But so. what, the thing is, it's like I've said that that's what prophesize means. But like, it could I just said that definition very confidently yeah, without you, necessarily I immediately knowing. thought, yeah, that, that does sound right, actually. Uh, so I suggested that he uh, was just evaporating. And uh, it was actually... Hypothesized. Hypothesized. Yeah. If you were going to die by evaporation, mm. what part of you would you want to evaporate first? Uh, well, my, my toes, right? You want to go bottom up? Yeah. So would you want it to look like you're sinking into the ground or would you want to stay sort of level where I you mean, are? I mean, it depends. I mean, like, evaporating takes a, takes a very long time, right? Sure. It's like, if, if we're like, oh, we're going to like, whoa, in like a puff of smoke all quick and like comedy-like then I'd go, I'd go head first. Just get it done. Because it's probably going to be like more painful than you think. So just do the head first, but if you, get if, it done. But if it's slow, you want it to if go... If it's slow, I'd want to like... I'd want to be on the phone and be right, everyone, you're not going to believe this, I am slowly dying of evaporation. Get my affairs <laughs> yeah. and all that. I'm going to be sending emails, going to be writing shit down. Uh, so my toes would be the first bit because it's going to slowly build up and I can just get my affairs in order. Yeah. You know? Um, that makes sense. That's good. It's a good answer, but it, that's if it's if that's if it's like how evaporation actually is. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a, a hypothetical situation, so uh, well, if, if that's happen. what you want it to be, I that feel is like what it is. I feel like this weather, we are sort of a little. Oh, bit we're close to evaporating you know, for sure. We're basically, there already, and I'm glad it's my toes to go first. <laughs> stupid, ugly toes. Well, my <laughs> feet get so hot in my in my shoes that it, that could well be the case. Do you know what pisses me off the most about summer is <laughs> I'd love to like wear flip flops and sandals sure. confidently, but I just can't stand the look of them. But I hate how hot 
my feet are yeah, not yeah, wearing yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, just grow up, bro. Just put a pair of flip flops on, and then it's just like, just something about it. I just don't I know, know exactly what, what it means. Is. Yeah. It's like get your stupid foot nudity out of my face. Yeah. It's like they could have their penis locked out in front of me, a stranger, and it's like it's the same it's still as like, oh, look just at a man feet. wearing flip flops. Yeah. But weirdly, if they're not wearing flip flops and they're just barefoot, that's totally fine. Oh, that is weird. Why is that the case? Why? Why is that what my brain does? Yeah. You know. Not a problem with just barefoot. It's like, good for you. Look at him walking barefoot through the street. I wish yeah. I had that confidence. I'd, I'd be scared of stepping <laughs> on a bit of class. Bit of flip, like, flap, flap, flap. It's like, oh, God's sake. Ah. Like... Nice. So that's my worst thing about summer. It's me. Why? What's wrong with me? <laughs> if you were going to be on the radio, mm-hmm. who would be your ideal radio double act partner? Oh, double act partner? Yeah. So, like, you know, who would you want to be on a radio show with? For instance, like, Ed Gamble and Matthew Crosby are amazing on the radio together. Uh, John Robbins and Ellis James, brilliant yeah. in their own way. Who would you want? Who do you think would reflect well with you in a radio show? Well, I kind, of, I kind of, like, I, I do a radio show. and I'm like, Well, we were doing a radio show before yeah. lockdown. And then um, the venue we're in, it's, it's been shut down, unfortunately. Yeah. But there is sort of plans to get it going. And I, I do a lot with this guy called Jaguar Snakes, who's very extra. It's he's very... It's, it's, it's Dean Wilkes. But yeah. it's like, <laughs> he's, he's known as Jaguar Snakes because Facebook... He did it as a joke. For a little joke, an in-joke between, like, one of his friends. Yeah. And then Facebook wouldn't let him change it back. Oh. So he kind of got stuck with it. And then he was meeting new people. And like, oh, you're at Jaguar. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm not even trying. But it's like, it's it, funny. It, it, as part of his stand-up, he's, he's like, yeah, look, he's, it's not my real name. Like, you know, I'm not even as interesting as that might. But it's whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he's very, like, he's very high octane, very high oh, energy and he, stuff. He's more energy than anyone I know. Like. Yeah. Um, and I'm very much... I'm I'm a lot more laid back, yeah, and yeah, I'm also yeah. kind of like I've got I've got a, like a high tolerance for him. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like if it, it's like where where some people might be like sick of him after a while. Like I'm not, and what that allows is like we've got a good working relationship. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. we've got times where we can kind of breathe and give each other space yeah and like no because he gets like frantic and angry about stuff and that makes me really laugh so i'll I'll be like saying things that are going to set him off in that sort of direction and then we can bring it down or and then he'd be like oh well you would say that and there's that and then like well this is what i would say and you know it's like this and this and stuff but it's a good example of it on my youtube channel so if you look on uh, youtube.com forward slash wob wob rob um, I was streaming a game called Drink More Glurp and it's like a physics-based Olympics game. Right. And oh, I've watched that video. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny. It's just so it's such a stupid game, and it was great company to have. Yeah. Uh, and we had a fun editing it as well. And um, so and I'm already I'm already in a pretty good double out on the radio. Nice. But if it, if it was just anyone, it would be someone I'd just like to meet. Probably so. Just any 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 good comic, I guess. Or go on, give me give me a specific one. Let's go for. Do you know what? Like someone like uh, Chris Rock or someone, or someone like that big, like uh, Eddie Murphy or someone. Yeah. And like just because, like. You're not concerned that there'd be too big of a personality in the radio show? I'd be like, I wouldn't be like, this is going to be. It'd just be me fanboying. You'd be that guy on. on, uh... 
on their show. Yeah, I'd just be like, just I'd be like a fan of the show who luckily got a guest on this radio show, You'd and then it would Tim just be Key to Alan Partridge. Yeah, but he, like Tim Key's great. I mean, I'd, yeah, I, I, I like if I was trying to make a good radio show, I'd probably get someone like Tim Key just because his energy is so He's just incredible. He could just he could make nothing funny. Yeah, yeah. He could, it, just a look or just a reaction with like one word reaction. And it's just awkward placement, and it's like it's not even calculated. It's just, it's just he's just got such a good awareness of what he's about, yeah. and like he knows if he doesn't know what he's doing, he'll know exactly how to just style it out yeah. into something even bigger than if he actually knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So yeah, let's say Key. But if I just want to meet, I just want like an A-list Hollywood celebrity. She's so like, yeah, yeah, let's get him in my house. See what yeah. happens. Eddie yeah. Murphy. There Eddie we Murphy. Go. Why not? Right, let's uh, let's finish on this one because this is it's one of my favourite questions that I've come up with. If you were going to have the a tattoo of a barcode of any product, what barcode would you get tattooed on you? That's interesting. I mean, would it would it work? Yeah, it ha- it'd have to work. So it'd be like it'd have to be in a situation where if you scan it. You could like be over someone's shoulder. So one one person is going to the trolley, putting the item on the trolley, and then it's scanning, and then they're going back to the trolley. And you're like, it's got to be self service, isn't it? So it's got <laughs> it's got to be a tattoo where you can randomly add things on the sly without your is that, guess. That's how you want to use it, is it. That's how I'd want to use it. So bearing that in mind, the question then becomes like, what do I want to secretly add to yeah. people? And I think. Maybe just like just something that costs zero p for starters. Yeah. So it's not like a big deal. So I don't think that's a thing. Well, you can program barcodes. Barcodes can be programmed. Yeah, that's true. So but would shops necessarily pick those up? Depends where you program it. You could have something like universal that yeah. is. See, I'd like to do something. If you if you're going to use it in a, on on a uh, maybe apples apples right apples a good one. So just an apple. And then it'll be like, boop, boop. And you just sneak in the odd, like, so many apples. Yeah. Try and sneak it on about, like, 10 or 20 times during the exchange. But if it's self-service, then it's, like, weight-based on the till. So, like, you, you could get something really light. Like, All right. Like a three, of rainbow a, drops. A three-pack of apples, right? <laughs> uh, like, already packaged, you already would, weighed. You would still notice that weight. That is... Yeah, but, you know, but it's, like, pre-packaged anything. Like, pre-packaged chicken. Like, you're not weighing the chicken every time. So, you could buy, no. like, three... You could buy three vacuum-packed apples. The genius of this one is that it's not destroying the environment by actually existing, in this case. I'm just scanning it through. And then they'd have this big, long receipt. And they'd be like, holy crap, like, what's going on here? And I'm like, how do you like them apples? And then oh, that's all it would do. there we go. We got there. Very <sighs> nice. Oh, it's too hot for this. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's, it's very warm indeed. <laughs> Well, thanks very much for coming on, man. It's been really fun. Yes, yeah, I've had a lovely uh, thanks, time. Thanks for having me in your, in your lovely house. Yeah, I mean, you basically used to live here, didn't you? Like just yeah, the, as neighbours. Yeah, the building opposite, yeah. yeah. You'd be able to see into my living room from your balcony. Well, welcome back. Is it like we've, the block's missed you. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've missed it. Uh, right, so is there anything you want to plug? Oh, yes, please. Uh, so anything with Wob Wob Rob, I am on it. So it'll be Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Um, Going to be streaming a lot more. Twitch.tv forward slash Wob Wob Rob. Um, Wob Wob Rob is on Spotify if you want to hear my music. YouTube, all my music's on there as well, as well as other fun stuff. And that is pretty much it. I'm building a website, but I don't even think people like use websites as much anymore these days. They do, they do a bit. A bit, but like for me, no. Nah. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. Go on my band camp and buy some music. If, yeah. you, if you really want to support, buy music. Not just me. Have you got any of your old band stuff on there? Uh, quite, yeah. I mean, there's like this power of voodoo's out there and oh, okay, stuff, yeah. and Chatnabrano and Goza yeah. stuff, but. It's not really me now. It just influences my new stuff, my new direction. Yeah. You know, always be moving forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, moving forward to a place where you're wondering what belt sound sounds yeah. best. Why? <laughs> well, it's 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 a belt in D sharp, more satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool. Cool. Let's, uh, t- t- hit the off button. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bye. I forgot. This is my studio. Yeah. I have the power. Hang on. What I do want to. So that was Rob Glenister, a lovely guy I've known him for years. Go and check out his work. It's brilliant. Also go and check him out online. Uh, you can just find him everywhere. He's uh, at WobBobRub. WobBobRub. It's hard to say. WobBobRub. If you want to show your appreciation for the shows that I bring you. I appreciate I've had a little break, but I'm back now. And if you do want to show your appreciation for that, uh, then please absolutely feel free to just pop on over to ko-fi.com forward slash sideeves drop us a little bit of money because it all goes back into the show and sort of pays for tea bags and hosting and that sort of thing so yeah I just really appreciate it helps me keep going but if not if you can't afford it that's absolutely fine this is here for you to enjoy for free but if you enjoy what you hear and you do want to donate you go ahead and do so I'll be back next month or, you know, like I say, at some point, with Matt Green, who, if you don't know who he is, go and check out what he's done. He's got a brilliant career. I really enjoy a lot of his work. Very funny man indeed. So, I'll see you with that episode soon. And in the meantime, drink tea, be good to each other. I love you. Goodbye.